Howdy, everybody. We're back with you. Episode 18. This is a really exciting episode because it is the last episode of 2019. It is, in fact, the last day of 2019. It's been a, it's been an awesome year. We've only been doing this podcast for, you know, six months now. So when a lot, a lot of people are doing, a lot of people are doing best of the decades, but you know, so we're, we're just going to do a, a best of 2019 for you guys. This episode is brought to you by our Patreon subscribers. Uh, if you guys like what we're doing, enjoy our podcast, feel free to go check that out. It's patreon.com slash banter podcast. Any level subscription is greatly appreciated. With that being said, we're going to kick it one more time in 2019 to our intro, and we'll see you on the other side. New Year's Eve, officially, 2019. We made it. We made it. We've had a, had a great year, Was What do you think? Did we? Well, I don't know. Well, how does this year, how does this year uh, compare, compared to some of your other years? I think the first half was the best. Yeah, the first so, half was solid. Second half, whenever we started this podcast, was a little shaky. Oh, it went all downhill from there. Yeah. Yeah. But now, it's over. I'm actually really good now, so like, <laughs> I'm ready for 2020. 2020. I would say overall, 2019 was a net gain. Okay. Yeah. Net sure. game. Yeah, it's, I I agree. I think the the first half 2019 stellar, mm-hmm. middle section 2019 awful, oh. which is is a really it's a really bummer too because uh it's, it's a waste of the only good decent like only decent weather we get here in Indiana. I mean, I didn't waste it. Oh, okay. Well, and then finally we got to the latter half, which has been on the rise. Um, I mean, yeah, you got a job. I was still in school. Yeah. Darn. Yeah, and here we are. Perry stepped into the real world. I stepped back into the fantasy world of not being an adult. Yeah, and I'm still know, there. Let's face it. You're you're going to be there for a long time. What do you mean? And somehow, some way, you're going to find a way to not be an adult. To yeah, not be an adult. What 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 are you saying? I'm saying you are a child at heart, Wes, and that is never going to change. <laughs> Everyone listening knows by this point. Oh my gosh. Hey, before we get to content, Perry, I think it's only correct that we pay homage to episode 18 and who it deserves to belong to. Oh, absolutely. Sage Rosenfels. <laughs> who is that? All right, NASCAR driver? You don't know who that is? No, it's Peyton Manning, <laughs> the sheriff himself. Sage Rosenfels was a backup for the Texans in like 2006. <laughs> and he wore Sage Rosenfels? Yeah. No, it's great name, right? It's Peyton. It's Peyton. It's Peyton Manning, the six, the six the head, sheriff. the five head. Yeah. Did you know that um, whenever Peyton Manning was playing for the Colts, Indianapolis International Airport was shut down because they just landed the planes on his forehead. Mm. Nice. Yeah. Nice joke. I then like when it. they opened Lucas Oil, they decided to just give him a break. Yeah, that makes sense. So they landed the planes in Lucas Oil. Yeah. Okay. That's why they built Lucas Oil. Yeah. That's also why they built the JW Marriott right next to it, so that people could just go right there. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, he's uh he he was pretty good at football, but he's definitely better uh, at acting. Oh, in the nationwide commercials, uh, in any commercials, chicken parm. And he has a, he has a TV show. Yeah, I heard that. So, I think we talked good. about that a couple weeks ago, but I've never seen it. Yeah, I called it detail, which is not true. Uh, his that is the name of of a uh, Kobe Bryant's TV show. Mm. Peyton Manning's TV show is actually called uh, Peyton's Places. 
Um, and boring. he basically just goes, it's a, it's a sports, um, an ESPN plus thing, I think. And he basically yeah. just has, um, conversations with famous athletes. So. I'm currently staring at a video that is Peyton Manning dresses as Elvis and plays backyard football. Yeah. It's probably awesome. Dude, Peyton Manning as Elvis would be great. He's only 43, so he could still be playing. No, he shouldn't be. No, he shouldn't be, but he could still be playing. That last year was not great. No, it wasn't, but neither is Tom Brady's this year, so. Yeah, but no one cares, because he's probably still <laughs> going to win a Super Bowl somehow. Why is nobody talk about his wife? Ashley Thompson? I'm not putting this in, but. Uh, I don't really know. I can't tell who she is. I don't know who she is. Maybe, she looks, she maybe looks, that's why, just because she's not famous. She just looks like a mom. Yeah. She looks like a football mom. Okay, moving on. Perry, which version of Peyton Manning was your favorite version? Colts Peyton Manning? But like the 26 touchdowns and 20 interceptions Colts Peyton Manning or like 2006 Peyton Manning? Super Bowl Peyton Manning, of course. Okay. Because we won a Super Bowl. How did you feel? And that is the goal of playing football. How did you feel <laughs> when the Colts gave him the boot? I didn't love it. I was the pro Peyton Manning side. I was the can we please draft Andrew Luck and sit him for a year and see what Peyton can do side. Because Peyton obviously built Indianapolis football. Oh, for sure. He built Indy football. The he RCA built, Dome was his home. He built Lucas Oil, honestly. We only have yeah. Lucas Oil because of his success and how good the Colts were. And that is one of the best stadiums in, in football. In football, And we've gotten a Super Bowl, and we're probably going to get another one before too long here. Uh, so, yeah, I, felt, I didn't feel great about it. Um, but I think he was a great sport about it, and he made it so there was no hard feelings. Mm-hmm. But he, he could have easily been salty about it and, and you know, then we wouldn't have a, a Peyton statue, statue and, you know, we wouldn't have retired his name. And, like, he, is, he made it so he is still in great terms with the Colts and he's he's a Colt forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. nice. What do you think the future holds for Peyton Manning? Uh, I'm just curious now. This is... Lots of TV and... Football announcing, maybe? Can we not let that happen? I don't like listening to Peyton talk. Well, I'll tell you what I don't like doing is watching the Colts play football right now. Oh. We're bad. Yeah. This is tough. You know... The last couple weeks have been tough. I, I think I've come to the conclusion that... I don't think Brissett's the answer that we were hoping I think you're was. right. And I think I came to that conclusion about two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking to our friend Nathan yesterday. We talked for like an hour about like, what are potential options for the Colts at quarterback? And honestly, there aren't a lot of great ones. You know what our best option was? Tua or Justin Herbert? Uh, we were in the draft. We were thinking Justin Herbert. But honestly, when like you line up all factors and variables, mm-hmm. the best QB option is Jacoby Brissett. Probably. <laughs> but but I've heard a lot of people, like in the latest CBS Sports Mock Draft, they had the Colts picking Herbert and having him sitting a year behind Brissett until Brissett's contract runs out. I think that's a great idea. I think it's I a do. solid idea. Tua might fall the second round. I think we need a wide receiver as well. Yeah, so because Ty is getting right, and this is the most but... stacked wide receiver class in probably the last thirty years. So you know, we could either go for that wide receiver top pick and try to get maybe Tua falls to us. Doubt it. Highly doubt that Tua falls mm-hmm. to us. But I did see something saying he's going to go second round. Any sleeper quarterbacks? You um, like Jake Fromm. I like Jake Fromm too. But he's been struggling lately. But. You never know. Or we could just cut all of our quarterbacks, have Rigoberto Sanchez play quarterback, and guarantee ourselves Trevor Lawrence in the next year's draft. <laughs> that would probably be the best thing, honestly. Tank for Trevor. Tank for Trevor Lawrence. He's going to be 
an all-time great quarterback in the NFL. What are the odds? Because let's be honest, I think in the last 10 years, Andrew Luck was probably the most esteemed quarterback in the draft. Would you say so? Yeah. And I'd say Trevor Lawrence is the new one. Yeah. So, tank for Trevor? Yeah. Start now? 100%. Trade everything we got. Yeah. <laughs> start Brian Hoyer. Do you need to cut, cut all the quarterbacks? You just start Brian Hoyer. <laughs> start Brian Hoyer. We're good. And he will have the most... He, he, he would find a way to have a negative... QBR? Q, no, no, no. Negative mm-hmm. touchdowns to interceptions ratio. Oh. How do you have a negative ratio, Wes? You can't. I can't. But he'll find a way. You could have a zero to something, and then isn't that like called like indefinite or something like that? I don't remember math. I don't. I'm not going to go there. The limit does not exist. People don't listen to our podcast to do math. The limit does not exist. Anyway, that was all just blibber blabber. Blibber blabber. Blibber blabber. But we love the Colts and we love Peyton. We do. We do love the Colts. We do love Peyton. And maybe we also... maybe Peyton will be the coach of the Colts someday. It could happen. It could happen. I don't know if we could take him seriously enough, or if anybody could take him seriously enough. I don't know, but I think. Indianapolis would erupt. Oh, we'd love it. We'd yeah. hire him in the first chance. For sure. For sure. For sure. Well, it's been a phenomenal year in movies, entertainment. Uh, traveling. Traveling. So, let's pop open the... Uh, the champagne. The Yeah. Let's pop open the metaphorical champagne to celebrate uh, the new year of 2020 that is about to happen and hopefully lots more great podcast episodes in 2020. So first of all, Wes, this podcast is about entertainment. Us. About, oh yeah, you're right. But movies. And supporting the fans and making sure that they enjoy something. It's about giving people what they They want. want. Absolutely. Which is us saying nothing that matters. Uh, That's, yes. For some reason, people tend to like that. And that's why we're here 18 episodes later. And amen. Mm Amen. Men. Amen. Um, two men. On a podcast. Yeah. Two men, one podcast. Two men, one. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that is actually got to be the name of a podcast somewhere. Oh, I guarantee it. Anyway. Let's well, there's been a lot of Disney movies. Like, they've already reached like 10 billion uh, in the box office before Star Wars has even come out. What are they going to buy next? Uh, everything. <laughs> uh, there's been some other great movies. Um, I'm just going to pull up a list of. So, here's the thing. What's the thing? I have Tell me the thing. I have not watched a lot of movies this year. Typically, I watch about 25 to 30 movies, uh, or I review about 25 mm-hmm. to 30 movies a year. Uh, this year, with you know the podcast going on, I, last year I had um, Movie Pass, this year I do not. Um, last year I had Friends, this year I do not. Um, I haven't been to a lot of movies in theaters. I was going to say, we've been, I think almost every movie I've seen in a theater has been with you this year. Yeah, you don't, well, you don't see a ton of movies outside of the, the biggest, like, Disney realm in general, but I typically see quite a few more. Um, so yeah, all these big movies that I'm looking at that came out this year, like The Irishman, Booksmart, Apollo, Apollo 11. 11, Knives Out, which I really want to see, but I can't get anybody to go see with me, Marriage Story, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I did see, but a lot of those other ones I haven't seen. Pain and Glory, Parasite, haven't seen any of these. It's sad. Two Popes, haven't seen. So, our best movies are going to be based off of the mainstream movies that we have seen. And that's fine. Yeah. I'm fine with being mainstream. So, Wes, when you think about best movies of 2019, what are you thinking of? What comes to mind right away? Endgame. Endgame? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it's up there for my favorite movie of all time. I really? Yeah. Wow. I, but, I think... Part of that could be just from the the hype. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think there's, I don't think I've been a part of a movie seeing experience that was had as much anticipation. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it was only a year. True. Which is kind of whack. True. Yeah. But, but, but it also had 20, whatever, two movies leading up. I, and I just loved it. I just loved every part of yeah. it. I also loved Far From Home. Mm, okay. You know, me and Spider-Man are tight. Yeah. Yeah. What? Nothing. What? I didn't say anything. What? <laughs> Nothing. What are you getting at, Perry? I was going to say you wish. Oh. <laughs> Spider-Man is my favorite superhero, so I'm going to thoroughly enjoy anything that uh-huh. is released on that. Um, <laughs> did the Lego Movie 2 come out this month? Yeah, the second part. Okay. That was, uh, that was January pretty- or February. I actually really liked that one. Yeah, I know. It came up in your non-Disney animated. Yeah, and because I didn't like the first one, but mm-hmm. I thought that was really funny. And, of course... I think the two, the two big ones that we had together sure. were Frozen Two, and How to Train Your Dragon Three. Yeah, I would agree. And I think we were both very satisfied with both of those. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah. On the animation front, it has been a, a great very year. great year in animation for me, um, as one who who absolutely loves animation. Uh, Aladdin came out this year as well. Mm-hmm. I was excited about that movie. Um, we saw Detective Pikachu, oh. not quite as good. Captain Marvel. I'll mention Detective Pikachu in a little bit. Not quite as good. Um, the Joker. The Joker. That was, that was actually... Absolutely. That, mm, yeah, you see... Gotta talk about that. I think I liked Endgame more. Okay. But I think Joker was the best movie I saw this year. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Agreed. Yeah, I, so so uh, I have a list, just kind of some of the best movies I've seen. Um, Endgame, Toy Story 4, Frozen 2, Aladdin, How to Train Your Dragon 3, Spider-Man Far From Home, and The Joker. Uh... How mainstream can I get? Those are all Disney except for two. I don't care. I'm fine with it. Um, I agree it's not you. your fault that they make good movies. It's true. I agree with you. Joker is the best movie mm-hmm. that I saw this year, 2019. Problem is, I don't really want to see it again. So, but, once again, also, I'll probably not probably not watch it again. Unless, like, I'm, unless I have a friend that's like, oh, I haven't seen this before. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say, you have to. And I might watch it with them. But if it was, you know, canon or part of a story arc, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then I would probably watch it again. Yeah, and I think there might be a uh, Joker 2 that they're already talking about, too. I don't see how they can't. Yeah. I mean, I know they want it to be a standalone, but it was just phenomenal. It was darn good. It was darn good. Uh, I think if I was going to go see movies again, I've already watched How to Train Your Dragon 3 uh, a second time. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a while ago. That came out in February, and I have it on Blu-ray now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that one's just so satisfying. But it's not as strong of a movie as some other ones that came out this mm-hmm. year. Endgame was so good. So good. Um, I'd say Endgame was the best Disney movie that came out this year. Mm-hmm. Slightly better than Frozen 2. Yeah. Frozen 2 would be the next best, but probably. But they did a very good job. They did. It was a good year for sequels. Yeah. It really was. Yeah. And, and I and then right 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 behind uh, Frozen Two, I'd have Toy Story Four and Aladdin. I liked Aladdin a lot too. I think they were both great. I think so. Aladdin had some. Oh no, is this going to be good or not? And yep. then they actually hit it out of the park. Yeah, which was great. Yeah, surprisingly, and and you know critics do what they do and not give it a great score, mm-hmm. but whatever. The audience score shows the enjoyment factor and usually reflects the box office better. Mm-hmm. So and when it comes down to it. Who cares? If you're a studio, you do not care about anything other than the box office. Right. 
No, you're right. And that's why Pirates of the Caribbean might get a fifth movie. Or sixth movie. They've already got a fifth movie. They're they're pretty much going to yeah. get a sixth movie just because they made seven hundred million on the fifth one that was trash. Oof. Yeah. That's fine. Yep. That's fine. Would you agree that Joaquin Phoenix has the best performance you've seen this year? I don't I don't see who else. Yeah. Well considering most of the movies I've seen were animation. It was <laughs> <laughs> and the other ones are superheroes. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd say, you know, I'll say regardless of a superhero movie or not, I think RDJ did very well. Mm. I liked watching him, but I don't think in recent times I've seen a better performance than Joaquin and Joker. Yeah, he's it, phenomenal. It was. If he doesn't get an Oscar, I'll be kind of upset. Honestly, I've never felt that affected. By a movie. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, some people, like, if they go to... Uh, this isn't me exactly, but if, if they go to, like, a, a tragedy, like a uh, romantic tragedy movie, then they just feel down and sad. Yeah. That would not be me. Like, Infinity War, I was a little bit, you know, bummed out. But, you know, I, I'm not... I, I knew what was coming with the end right. game, so... right. I wasn't that bummed out with Infinity War, but this movie genuinely unsettled me, and... It made you feel awkward. If if Joaquin didn't do the job he did, I would not have felt the effect that I did, so... Oh, I definitely felt very uncomfy at times. Yep. But I think I'm, o- I'm okay with it? I think I'm okay with it. Okay. I liked it a lot. All right, cool. Cool, cool. Wes, in terms of, like, TV shows... I don't watch a ton of a ton of TV, but I've definitely watched some shows this year, mm-hmm. 2019. I, I mean, obviously, uh, you and I were watching Full Metal Alchemist uh, Brotherhood yeah. at the same time yeah. this spring. Yeah, not um, new to 2019, but new to us. No, no, no. Yeah, none, none of these none of these TV shows are new to 2019, and none of them are live action either. In my case, uh, <laughs> that's fine. I'm sensing a theme uh, from my own self, but. But yeah, that that show is incredible. First anime I've ever watched. Yeah. And it took me a while to get into it, to be honest. Probably yeah. about probably about a season or two. I feel that. Before I really got into it. But that show was, was pretty dope. So I'd recommend that, especially if you do like anime. Uh, if you don't like anime, that may be one to give a shot. Because yeah. I, I typically do not like anime. Like, I typically do not because it's too over the top. And, you know, with a... You have fallen into my trap card! Or whatever, like, especially if, if if they're playing cards in general, I'm out. Like, if there's cards involved, I'm out. And that's, like, half of them. Or, I mean, let's not call, let's just say, let's just say, um, props. Okay, sure, sure. Power props. Yeah, power props. If they're playing, if it's all part of a game. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, kind of true. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, yeah, and then you, you're, uh. You watch My Hero Academia, which just came out with a new season, right? It's currently airing, and yeah. that's kind of the same. It's it's all based on like an arena kind of game. Well, right? they have they have their own super, so they are like they have their own powers. Yeah, but it's still like an, an arena, and they battle each other. Well, it's a school, ah. So and they are learning, and so every in in the show, the, um, they have this thing. It's basically called a showcase. Uh. So the plot of the of the TV show is. Being a superhero is a profession, uh-huh. and people pay you to do it. Oh, okay. So, um, in that showcase, they are vying for internships. Uh, or if you're a senior, vying for jobs. So, it's still a high school drama? Not really. There's not no. much high school drama going okay. on. There's much more just like... It's not like Haikyuu? 
Haikyuu is an incredible show. <laughs> I will never watch that show. Ever. Haikyuu. Imagine a boys volleyball team in high school Leave me alone. in anime where they... yeah. I'm Leave done. me alone. Doesn't it sound great? Okay, moving on. Yeah, so we watched that in the spring. I don't know where you went after that. I, uh... Well, it's... I... I can't do the whole... Except for, like... It's like... We'll get to the Mandalorian in a minute. Mm. I can handle watching the Mandalorian once a week. Yeah. But, like... Uh, MH- I don't binge watch. Do you... Is that what you're saying? Well, MHA is only, like, 25, 30-minute episodes. Okay. So, like, I want to watch two or three at a time. Yeah. And I don't want to spend 20 minutes on a Saturday and then wait a whole week. Because right. I'll forget sometimes. Yeah. It took me way longer to finish FMA than it did you, right? Because you were when did pumping I fin- some of those out. Did I finish it before school was over? I don't think... No, I finished it on the trip. Oh, did you? I had I finished, like, the last episode on the trip. Gotcha. So. Nice. Well, yeah. When you... Over the summer, I didn't really watch anything. I definitely didn't. I watched a lot of movies, like, older movies over the summer. Got into got into Studio Ghibli um, over the summer, and then... Well, that was more in the fall. Uh, but then, in the fall, I finally took my cousin's advice... And started watching the show Troll Hunters. Oh, yeah, I've mentioned that. that a couple times by Benicio del Toro. Actually, Benicio del Toro. Yeah, he actually is. It's based off of a book series. So it was actually really. I was surprised they told they'd been telling me to watch it for years, and I just I thought I legit thought they were talking about the the movie Box Trolls, which I thought was awful. <laughs> like I had watched like uh, parts of it and thought it was terrible. And so I kind of laughed at them, like, probably in their face. They're probably offended now that I think about it. That's fine. Totally fine. But then finally they explained to me, oh, you're thinking of box trolls. No, I'm talking about troll hunters. There's legit, like, like plot. It's really good. Mark Hamill's in it. (laughs) Which he's in so many things, voice acting. Anyway, this troll hunter show is good. It took me about, oh, three months or so to get through. It had... It had, I think, like four seasons with like like 50 total episodes, something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was a really good show. Uh, it, it, it ends in a way that like for a while, like I wasn't sure if I was okay with it. And then by the last, like, it, 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 you know, it foreshadows how it's kind of going to end. And you're, you think something's going to change in the last few episodes and it doesn't. And you're like, huh, I just have to be okay with that. Yeah. And so it's, it's, a, it's a pretty decent Decent show. I thought it was a kid show. It's really not. I'll say something that I didn't watch in 2019, but a lot of people did, that I will, is mm-hmm. The Haunting of Hill House. Ah. I didn't watch it because I'm a scaredy cat. So well, that so... was 2018. But I... It was Halloween of 2018. It's really... Well, I know a lot of people to watch it this year. Oh, yeah. Because I think some people just didn't. Anyway, it looks good. Watch it. Yeah, I've seen... I'm going to. I've seen a couple episodes. Really? Yeah. I'm going to go. Because oh, gonna... Ben and David got real into it. I'm not surprised. Yeah. They watched the whole thing. I watched a couple with them. It was all right. Yeah, then Disney Plus came out, Mandalorian. Uh, yeah. Ironically, when Disney Plus came out is when I kind of got back into, just just like two weeks ago, I started watching, actually not really back in, for the first time, mm-hmm. the Dragons, How to Train a Dragon TV show. Oh. That's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know it. the first two seasons were on, it was like Defenders of Burke, and that was on Cartoon Network, but then Netflix picked it up and they did like six of their own seasons. Oh, wow. That's a um, lot. Yeah, and I would not watch it if it didn't have the same voice, a lot of the same voice cast. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does not, ha- like it has, obviously, Hiccup is still um, Jay Baruchel. 
and America Ferreira is still Astrid. And I think I think Gobber is still the same, maybe, and definitely um, uh, Roughnut uh, is still he's still T.J. Miller, and it's ironic because he was T.J. Miller all through the series, but he was not T.J. like Roughnut was not voiced by T.J. Miller in uh, the third movie. Oh, because I think he was in jail. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. So, but but Toughnut, I believe, is a different voice actor. Stoic is not Gerard Butler. Mm. Um, so yeah, there's some some different voice cast as well. Uh, is it enough to notice? Jonah Hill is not um, whatever that other guy's name is, uh, and is. and Fishlegs his voice actor I, might be the same. I think it is the same. Is it enough to notice? You will difference? you will notice the difference in some of the voices for okay. sure. And Stoic's voice maybe maybe not. He doesn't he's not mm-hmm. in it a lot so far. I've watched about a season. But yeah, it's if you love How to Train a Dragon like I do. You might like it. And yeah. I know you do like How to Train Dragon, so I do. you might enjoy it a little bit. It does seem, though, that a lot of the episodes kind of stand alone so far. Mm-hmm. So I don't like that quite as much. Uh, they seem a little... Like, the scale of the plots don't seem as big, because you know they're going to be resolved within the episode in most of them. Which you kind of have to if you're going to have a child's TV show. Yeah, so. so I'm still trying to decide. I may not watch all of it. Mm-hmm. I like it for now. I'm just still trying to decide if it's something I'm yeah, going really, to really watch the whole thing of. So, But I do love How to Train a Dragon. I know you do. So, yeah. Cool. Neato. Did we talk about The Mandalorian yet? I mentioned it briefly, but we we, we did talk about it on... So it's not over yet. So we've only seen about five episodes now. Yes. At this point. Yes. Um, and I'm not, they're not planning on very many for the first Eight. season. Eight. So we're first, almost there. The, the, the end of this, the season will be right after Christmas, I think. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then we'll have to wait another year to see what happens... That's bull. Next. I... <laughs> now I'm mad. <laughs> Uh, I saw a YouTube video this week that was uh, a parody of Dear Theodosia, the song from Hamilton, but it was Dear Baby Yoda. Oh my gosh. It was amazing. Honestly, it changed my uh, life forever. Fun fact, there is a petition online to get a Baby Yoda emoji. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm for it. You're for it? I'm for it. I mean, I'm sure there's plenty of GIFs and memes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. GIF, GIFs. GIFs. Specifically GIFs. GIFs. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. No. I'm for it. You know what TV show I've watched? What have you watched? Ah. High School Musical, the, the musical, musical, the series. <laughs> let me tell you, Perry, don't let the name fool you. There is much more depth than you would think. Is there really? Yeah, I'm yeah. actually impressed. I mean, it's Disney, so like... And it's all new characters, correct? It is literally, by technically, not related to High School Musical. At all, okay. So, it is... You are... It is a teen drama, for the most part. I'm out. <laughs> and they are... They go to the high school in which High School Musical was filmed. Oh. They get a new drama teacher, and she says, I think it's a crime that this high school has not done, a, has not done High School Musical as a play. Huh. So... Wait, they're in Albuquerque? No, that's... High school's in Utah. Oh, so it's not the same high school. It's the high school it was filmed in. Does that oh, make sense? Oh. So the plot line is these students go to the high school in which High School Musical was filmed in. Okay. Does that make sense? Okay, but their high school is located in Utah, whereas the one in the... So it's, we so it's are, really not related at all. We are looking at a fictional universe uh-huh. that is fixed on a fictional universe. Wild. So this fictional universe knows that High School Musical, the TV show, <laughs> exists. Uh-huh. And so they're wanting to put a musical on of High School Musical, and some people are Troy Bolton and some whatever. 
Right. But Troy Bolton is just a kid named Ricky. So in this, High School Musical is like High School Musical-ception. Yeah. It's a fictional universe inside of a fictional right. universe. Instead of just normally being and, a fictional universe. This and, is incredible. And if you don't like musicals, don't worry. There is... I'm, I've seen five episodes so far. I think maybe twice there has been a song breakout. Okay. It's really good. Like, it deals... It talks about, like, actual issues that you would think high schoolers are going through. And it's not, like... It's dumb. Huh. The acting is super decent. Like, way better than Disney Channel actors. And I'm impressed. I really am. Speaking I, of High School Musical... I'm engaged enough to keep watching it. Did you know... Did you see there's a... A new Netflix cheesy Christmas movie with Vanessa Hudgens. No, but I'm in. It's called <laughs> Christmas Eve. A, a night, a night before Christmas, maybe. But with a K. With a K. I've seen the like. It is an option on Netflix. Yeah. V Hudge. Tough, tough luck, Vanessa. You could have, you could have been where Zac Efron is right now, in actual movies. Yeah. What happened? Because like, I think she just took a hiatus. And then came back and wasn't relevant anymore. Did you know that her and Ashley Tisdale are actually really good friends? Cool. One of them, one or both of them are married. and however, To each other? No, no, <laughs> no. I believe, I know for a fact Ashley Tisdale is married. Uh-huh. And in her wedding, V. Hudge was bridesmaid. Oh, cool. Yeah, and if Vanessa Hudgens is also married, it happened again, but I don't remember. Well, it's not to Zac Efron, even though they did date. Yeah, I think everyone was pulling for that one a little bit. Yeah. Only because I like the TV. They're up. Only because I unashamedly liked High School Musical one and two. Yeah, but now she's she has some hipster boyfriend. Mm. You know, that's also doesn't famous. everyone. That's also famous for nothing. I don't know. Isn't that why you're wearing that beanie? No, my ears were cold. <laughs> <laughs> I was kidding. Leave me alone, Perry. Uh, cool. So yeah, so we, that's what we watched. We didn't really. We watch just that talked much. about yeah TV. Man, that was our that was our 2019 in I th- TV. I think 2020 will serve us better as far as TV watching. Maybe so. I think so. Also, I didn't mention uh, the Imagineering story. Oh, yeah, you really love like it. That. Love it. I'm actually a couple episodes behind, but I need to get back on that. Shall we move on to, like, a best album, maybe? Yeah, why not? Let's do it. Let's do it. Wes, you are the self-proclaimed expert All right, I'm gonna music. Have to, I gotta look it up. because I have a guess of what your favorite is. Who do you think it is? Is it that Louis Capaldi album? Wow, yeah, it is. Yeah. The, let me get the name, because it's really long, and I don't want to mess it up, because he deserves all the credit. Um... <laughs> Louis Capaldi. The album is definitely uninspired to a hellish extent. And let me tell you guys, it is absolutely phenomenal. It's so good. I believe it came out in June. No, it came out on May 17th, which is my mom's birthday. Aww. That's so cute. It's got, I mean, this guy, first of all, he's he's released some stuff before, but for the most part, this kind of came out of nowhere. Um, he's had some EPs. Looks like his first EP came out in 2017. Um, this is his first feature-length album. Um, How old is he? Uh, let me click on his bio. Maybe it'll tell me. <laughs> nope, fact-checking, Perry. Louis Capaldi, 1996. So he's he, my... he is 23. So it is it is a phenomenal album. Um, some songs you need to listen to. The first one is Someone You Loved. I mean... It's already got 819 million downloads on Spotify or streams, whatever that is. I don't know how that works. It's really good. Bruises is really good. I've listened to some of them. Don't Get Me Wrong is really good. Fade is really good. Headspace is really good. Hmm. It is, it's not very often do I listen to an album and I can listen to the whole thing all the way through and then I'm not mad when it starts over. All right. Yeah, I liked it a lot. 
Yeah, I've heard I've heard some of the songs. They're not bad. I didn't get crazy into it like it sounds like you are. But I'm mostly I'm all, I'm only recently crazy into it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw your your like I don't know if it was inside or snap or whatever, and I was like, oh when, yeah. When you were like, oh, I love this so much. I have never put a song or album on my Instagram story until this year, and that's what this was. Wow. So that's pretty high praise. Dang, goofy movie has not been on your story. Well, that's because... It needs to happen. Well, that's because they took the two best songs off Spotify, Perry. Yeah, but we found that Nate Wants to Battle one of Stand Out. That's actually yeah, that's, really good. It's about as close as we're going to get. Yeah, it was hype. Another album that I really liked that came out this year uh, is an album called Free Time by the artist Rule. He's like a 16-year-old from Australia. Huh. And it's a bop. All right. It is your generic pop boy album. Um, there's only, looks like, seven songs in the album, but hmm. they're really good. They're really good. Best song in there is Hard Sometimes, and it'll get you in the feels. All right. Big fan. That's weird to think about, because you have to go down two siblings of mine to get to the 16-year-old. Really? That's, like, I have a 19-year-old sibling and then a 16-year-old sibling, and so... 16 seems very young to me. You know what I mean? I know. When you look back at I know. your siblings. Yeah. Another yeah. album that came out this year, uh, Taylor Swift released Lover in August. Okay. I believe it was August. I have not listened to that at all. Um, I have listened to a little bit. Really? Hot take. You don't like it? I mean, I'm telling you, as she ages, she's the opposite of wine when it comes to music. Well, here's what happened. Um, but her old music gets better. Well, well let, me, let, me, let me discuss for a second. First album, Teardrops My Guitar. Actually, I don't think that's what actually was what it was called. But that was it. Like Jane's song or something. It might have been Tim McGraw. I think it was called Tim McGraw. Either Tim McGraw or our song, one of the two. Oh. Anyway, um, that came out. Then she released Fearless, which won a Grammy for mm-hmm. album of the year, which is mm-hmm. a big deal. And then she had the Purple Dress album. Wes, speak, speak, don't look at me. You speak, are the Taylor Swift guy. Speak now. That's what it was called, and it okay. was good. Uh, and then she had Red, which was not, which was good. And then 1989 came out, which, you know, when she made this switch to pop music. And 1989 was great. It was phenomenal. And then, what was that, what was that crappy album she released after that? I don't know, dude. Repu- don't to Reputation. Me. Reputation oh, okay. was bad. I'm sorry if you disagree, but it was bad. Okay. And All right. I kind of think, I think Lover's a little better, but overall, T-Swift, please get back on whatever you're doing during 1989, because that was a lot better. Nice. Also, she hit 30 this year. Ooh, tough. And she's still... Can you believe that? She's still just dating people for is musical she, uh, inspiration. I don't actually even know if she's dating anyone right now. Well, that's why her music sucks. You're right. Her music is only great right after she breaks up with somebody. What eligible, Facts. What eligible male singles are out there for her that are famous? Uh, Ed Sheeran? Zac Efron? I think Zac Efron is a perfect man to break her heart. Absolutely. Let's, let's do that. Because... Done. I want another good... Should we play matchmaker? Have Zac Efron on the show? And then have Taylor Swift on the show? And then have them both on the show? And then have one of them on the show after they break up? Yeah. But it should be T-Swift. Yeah. That comes back because... Because then she'll be advertising for her album. Exactly. And Zac Efron will just be in some dumb movie like Baywatch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look. Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. The Rock. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But that's my favorite albums of 2019. They're really good. And my favorite songs would come from those albums, too. Except for... Did that one John Bellion song come out mm, this year? I do think it did, yes. Um, good Things Fall Apart? Yes. Great song. Yes. Great song. So That's good. from an album that I have up in my list as well. Yeah, it did. 
I guess the album's technically by Elenium, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that was an incredible song. And I... Fun fact, Perry and I lived together for two years. If you haven't figured that they out knew yet, that. They know that. Yeah, they might have forgotten. <laughs> um, and Perry listened to John Bellion all the time, and I was like, Perry, this is crap. He did say that. And then this song came out, and I... You like the acoustic a little more. I get, Yeah, I do. I there's like, a there's an acoustic guitar in it. I like a lot of slower stuff yeah. more than most people. He's got some new stuff that's actually a little slower. Yeah. Like blue, like um songs for my future wife or something like that. Yep, I, yep. So yeah. But anyway, songs. this song came uh, out. St- Stupid Deep. That one's also pretty I've slow. I've heard of that one. Yeah. But I think definitely played this on the road trip. Mm. And I think I played it more than any other song on the road. Show, <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, I think a new um, remix just came out on that, and I, uh, it was pretty good. I don't want a remix; I just want that. That's one. fine. That's fine. Well, you can finally he's, he's he's sort of talented. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, you just don't like the electronic as much. Yeah, but that was really good. That song was really good. Also, just a shout out to some people that did a good job. I don't actually like really any of Lizzo's songs, mm. but she blew up in 2019. She did, and she was just, they just, like, at an NBA game, they were, like, showing her, shaking her butt on the sideline. Like, they, they like, turned the camera to her, and, the, you know, it showed on the screen, like, Lizzo, singer, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then she, like, turned around and, like, and shaked went, her butt. And went at, for it. Yeah, at the camera. And, and I thought to myself two things. One, like, who is this random woman shaking your butt? at the camera and then the and then the thing came up on the screen uh that it was Lizzo singer whatever and my second thought was who are you <laughs> I've never heard Well of Perry Lizzo. she's nominated for 7 Grammys. Oh yeah I know what am I where am I where have I been? Uh, also nominated for 7 Grammys is Ariana Grande who released Thank You Next this year. Okay that was like January though right? It was early. Yeah. It was pretty early. It hit big. It did yeah. hit big. I didn't actually like many of the songs on it very much but obviously the public did. So maybe that's on me. Yeah. Cool. Neato. Well, I... Uh, I like music a lot. She I, I thought of Hollywood's Bleeding, uh, Hollywood's Bleeding Post Malone's new album. Yep. It I was did, decent. It didn't... It was. It doesn't have near the... It wasn't as good as Beer Bongs and Bellies. Um, yeah. But it had some good songs that I like. Uh, Billie Eilish's album was popular. Really I, big. I wasn't a huge fan of it. Louis Capaldi I wrote down just even though, you know, some of the songs I liked, but yeah. I wasn't as big a fan of it as you are. Uh, yeah. Uh, Khalid... Had, had a big album. Free Spirit came out this year. Great album. Yeah, like he, eighteen songs or something like that. He blew up. Really good. He, he was already big. He blew. Up, I think he blew up last year, but I think he blew up more this year. Yeah. So good for him. Um, then Love had an album. How oh, I'm, How I'm feeling. Dang, I forgot about Love. It was a shorter album, like nine or ten songs. But I really like Love. Yeah, I like about six or six songs on that album. I think I I really enjoyed. So good. Uh, Chance the Rapper had a new album. The Big Day, that was on. Uh, that was on my playlist for a few days. Mm-hmm. Uh, although after I listened to that f- straight through a few days, like a, a few days in a row, mm-hmm. I haven't really listened to it since. Yeah. So, but there's some good stuff in there. Chance is always, uh, it's it, the upbeat rap with the rhyme and all the time, you know, like, yeah. that's kind of how he does. Um, uh, Logic released his eighth album or mixtape since 2014. <laughs> uh, Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Logic is as Logic does. He's, his music always sounds fairly similar. If you like it, you like yeah. Confessions of a Dangerous Mind. Mm-hmm. It was a good album. Did NF release an album this year? Uh, I think he did. Was that this year? I think so. Fact check me. It might have been The Search. Was that this year? I don't remember. I don't think I've actually listened to it, which makes me a bad fan. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so NF did release The Search this year. That was pretty good. Uh, but I'm starting to get to that point where with, like, just like Logic, all of NF's songs sound the same to me. 
Mm-hmm. And they're it t- in a certain mood. I love it. I think, I think what we need is for if we want better NF music, which NF, if you're listening, I love you. <laughs> yeah, Nate, whatever your last name is, Ferguson, Nate Ferguson, I love you. <laughs> but we just need the public to accept NF a little more. As he gets bigger, I think stuff will be able to change. Well, some of his stuff. songs were from his last album were like three. Yeah. Um. On the oh gosh. I forgot. I am spacing. Well, like I'm on the edge right now. Sorry that I let you down. That's what it is. Yeah, let you down. Let you down got huge. Yeah, that was that was like. Uh, yeah, let me just double check. I think NF is really underrated still. Let you down has 743 million Spotify streams. If you want love, has 133. So, like, there's really not very many songs all time that have gotten to a billion. No, definitely not. So he's not super far off, but. I, yeah, I want him to be more famous than he is. I think he deserves it. And then, as that happens, I think we'll see more variety in what we what we listen to. Yeah. I mean, look at Taylor Swift. <laughs> right? We'll just hope he doesn't get worse. That's, yeah. But also, when he started, I mean, he was pretty much fixated to the Christian rap community. Mm-hmm. But he definitely tried to distance himself. Yeah. I mean, he is a it. secular artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, but. but uh, 10th Avenue North also had No Shame. It's decent. Which I, I do like 10th Ave. Uh, it was a solid album. But my favorite album was Ascend from Elenium. Was it? Yeah. I so think. it had that song you're talking about, Good Things Fall Apart. Yeah. So many other good songs, like In uh, in Your Arms, I believe. Let me double check. So Ascend, Hold On, Good Things Fall Apart, mm-hmm. uh, Crashing, Broken Ones, Every Piece of Me, Take Away, Sad Songs, Love That Song. In Your Arms was my favorite one of the mm. album. So just... Yeah, they just yeah. loaded with great songs. I put tons of them on my like car playlist. So it was yeah. one of those that I was playing through. Just, like I was just clicking on the album and right. just shuffling the album, and I did that for a couple weeks. You know, so when it's that like when it's like that, uh, I did the same kind of thing with uh, Khalid Khalid's album Free Spirit because that came out right during spring break, um, and it has that vibe you're looking for mm-hmm. when you're down by the beach. But right. but yeah, yeah, it was good. Uh, one that we didn't mention before we move on, and I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but Kanye's. Kanye's album, Jesus is King. I actually loved it. Really? If I'm being completely honest. And also, I have never been able to listen to a Kanye album all the way through. Wow. Okay. And I was on this one. Wow. And there were some songs that I really liked. I, I was, seem to have an unpopular opinion. What, that it was Especially bad? among our community that... I listened to the album all the way through once. I listened to a few of the most popular songs again after that, and I haven't listened to it since. I just, I I was excited about it. Yeah. I, I love what is what he's about mm-hmm. and what he's talking about, but I didn't like the music. Yeah, a lot of people don't like Kanye's music. It's very the hit new, or miss. I, I mean, the old music I like kind of. I like some of his old stuff. Not that I want him to do that again. Like, I, lo- I, I love what his well, new messages. Yeah, so, like, for Kanye's songs, I could only listen to about four or five of them, but on this one, I liked them all. And I'm really? Like, I'm like, wow. I feel like half of them were just, like, choir singing. Yeah, I like that. And there was, like, no rap whatsoever, hardly. There's I'm, very little rap. I'm okay with that. In what was a rap album. Yeah, Kanye's interesting. It was also considered, um... And most of the songs were, like, a minute 30 to two minutes. It yeah. seemed like. Yeah. Well, maybe because it was short, it made me able to listen to it. It was like 27 minutes, the whole album. It was still good. <laughs> it was still good. I still liked it. Yeah. I, I've, I, I've taken kind of a quiet approach to this, this album because 
while all our friends are, are raving about it, um, and I just want to love it, and it's not one of those things where, like, I chose to not like it to be cool. I just, I listened to it when, when everybody was, yeah. <laughs> when everybody was listening to it, I listened to it, I didn't get it, I tried yeah. again, and oh, didn't get I, it, and so I just... As of right now, I only listened to about two or three songs from it, mm. but I still liked, I could listen to the whole album. Yeah. I liked it. Okay, cool, cool. And I, like I said, I hadn't liked a Kanye album before, so. Yeah. Well... Wes, is there anything else we should talk about before we get to this? The, this what is going to be the most fun part, I think, of our of our 2019 celebration today? Uh, at one point, a couple weeks ago, we opened up our Instagram account, which is uh, banter underscore pod. If you don't follow that, please do. Uh, that's where most of our polls and announcements and all that jazz comes out first. But we opened up to our community that listens to the podcast to submit questions to us to use in this podcast. Um, basically, these questions could be anything from relating to our episodes, from relating to what we've watched in media, from sports, our own personal lives, mm-hmm. whatever, highlighting of this past year, 2019. So we've got a, a decent range here uh, of some questions from our listeners, and we're just going to go through them and answer them and see where it takes us. Yeah, sure, why not? Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so here's the first question. Alright guys, so this is Silas Jensen here way up in Alaska, and I've been getting into lucid dreaming lately, so my question is, what was your favorite dream of 2019? Alright, wow. That's a bold one, Silas. Well, first of all, up in Alaska, man, it's pretty awesome to have uh, listeners up in Alaska. I mean, in my mind it would suck to be there. We're going to see this theme in some of the rest of our questions, and we got... Listeners all over the country right now, which is pretty sweet. I don't know why. Yeah, and I mean, most of them are most of them were here in Indiana at one point, but it's pretty cool that we've got our own little minefield of oh, uh, man. listeners. Dreams. Dreams, man. Do you remember any of your dreams? So I've got one in my mind. I also have one in my mind. Well, I guess those are the ones. <laughs> those have to be the ones, because so, typically I don't remember my dreams. Um, mine was... Gosh. I don't remember what it was. I think it was in the spring. Okay. Um... But maybe it was in the fall. I was in my... I was at Purdue. I just remember that. Um, And all I remember in this dream, it was... I don't remember what I did, but I just remember it was normal, like, daily functions. Mm -hmm. But I knew, in the dream, I never did anything or acted on anything. But I knew that I had superpowers. And, like, everyone else knew, too. That was close to me. Hmm. And I was just a superhero. But I didn't actually do the act of being a superhero. But I knew I was one. That was it? That was it. <laughs> Didn't you tell me about a dream you had where you were, like, late to your wedding? And we had to, like, shake you awake or something? Oh, I did. Yeah. I had a dream. <laughs> I had a dream. This was um, pre-road trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in the spring semester. <laughs> and I had a dream. And in my dream, in my dream, I was asleep. And I woke up to Perry and our good friend, Andrew, uh, shaking me awake. And they are both wearing tuxes. And they're like, Wes, you got to get up. You're going to be late to your wedding. And I was like, my wedding? They're like, yeah, like, it's in like, it was like an hour or something like that. (laughs) And I was like, when did I get engaged? And they're like, and they literally said to me, we just skipped that part. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And that was that. All right. And I I remember saying in the dream, I didn't want to skip that part. (laughs) And then did, I, did it work out? 
I think I woke up after that. Oh, okay. All, all I remember is you guys. So looking. you'll never know if you actually got married or who it was to. Not really. <laughs> yeah. What if it was like a velociraptor or something? That's I've known people to like have just random dinosaurs in their dreams. Really? No, I made that up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. Great. Uh, thank you for the question, Silas in Alaska. Uh, let's move on to. Wait. What was your dream? Oh, psh, yeah. You scrub. Duh, my, my dream. I didn't even mention my dream. We just did two years. Um, so yeah, typically, I only remember the dreams that are super vivid. I often have dreams that I, that I enjoyed and then forgot completely when I woke up. I don't know if that happens to any of you guys, but there was one dream that I remembered that I, I remembered enough to like tell people about it that day. And I think it was sometime during the summer. I don't think I had started up my new job yet. So it was like late summer, probably early fall. Actually, I think I remember telling my boss at the golf course when I was still there during the summer uh, of this dream, and I remember it being, like, the most immersive experience, like, one of the most immersive experiences I've ever had in my life. Uh, I felt like I was actually in, like, a suspense action movie, Uh, like, I was actually experiencing it. I could see everything. So, the scene I remember vividly is I was in a bus... And we were driving under this giant bridge, like Golden Gate Bridge type bridge. And, you know, everybody in the bus is kind of, you know, chatting it up, having a good time. I don't think there's that many people in the bus, but a few people. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, you hear like a big bang, and you look over at the far side of the bridge that we're approaching, and there's like a little explosion, and the bridge starts to collapse from that edge. And and then you look across, and there's like different, like small explosions across the whole bridge, and the bridge is slowly collapsing from that side over to the side where I'm on, mm-hmm. um, which is like the right side. Like it's coll- it's like breaking from the left and falling. And so it's like I see it falling as we're going under it. And I'm, it's like the whole are we going to make it? You know, are we going to make it under the bridge? And we did. We did make it under. And then I turn around and there's like a big piece of cement that crashes through the roof on the, in the back of the bus and is just sitting in the back of the bus and the bus kind of like tilts up and lands, uh, and still just, and then we drive off. That's a crazy dream. I know. I, I, it was, it was a really immersive experience. I was like, it probably would have been like almost like a horror, like, like one of those dreams where you wake up because you're scared. Mm-hmm. But like when I woke up, I was like, that was awesome. <laughs> like, that was exactly what I thought to myself. I was like, that was amazing. I was in that movie. So that was, yeah, that was what came to mind. Oh, wow. I love that. Cool. All right. All right. Who's next? Let's do this one. <laughs> okay. All right. This is from our friend in the Perdump Instagram account. Yes. Big fan. Hey, Wisdom Perry. This is Perdump here. And my question for you is, where is your favorite dump spot on Purdue's campus? <laughs> dump spot on Purdue's <laughs> campus. <laughs> I don't know oh, if this is. Man. I don't know if this is appropriate. <laughs> I mean, we're fine. I guess it's fine. We're fine. Uh, oh man, favorite place to relieve ourselves. Indeed, unproduced campus, man. Ah, that's tough. <laughs> you got one. I have to think for a second. I know there's some 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 restrooms that are like really nice. Cranert, where I was, where I went to college, is not one of them. Uh, their bathrooms were bad. Really, although. They had the Rawls had some some decent bathrooms. Well, Rawls is a newer building, so that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would say, man, that's tough. 
I know that I would sometimes, like if I was near Wetherill, if I went up to the top floor, they had bathrooms that were like always empty. Ah. So like I could have a nice... Uh, Privacy one. Private dump session. Um, but if I had to be honest, room 273 <laughs> in Tarkington Hall, where I lived my last two years at Purdue, uh, would be my... Uh, so I would say, first of all, if you are a Purdue student and you need a private bathroom experience, literally just find a building and go as high up as you can. Mm, true. Because there's literally less people everywhere. And on that note, I would say mine is the third floor of Beering. Okay. Huge bathroom and no one's ever in it. I'm talking like 12-ish urinals <laughs> and like five stalls and no one's ever in there. It's very ill-placed as yeah. far as... Um, quantity of facilities. Yeah. But no one's ever in it. It's nice. If you guys are wondering what the crap is per dump. Yeah, is that uh, a problem? Um, per dump is a Instagram account dedicated to, to ranking every, or rating every single bathroom, bathroom on well, Purdue's campus. Every building's bathroom. Yeah. Cause like Billy specifically the, the guy's bathrooms. Yeah. He is a male. Yes. Now, you know where to go, where to go <laughs> when you have to go. Yeah. All right, who's next? Let's do this one. My name is Mason, and I would like to know what your favorite or most memorable upsets from 2019 are. Upsets? Upsets. So he's referring to sports upsets. That's Otherwise, cool. I'd have to think about every time Perry made me yeah, upset. That's, <laughs> that's a good question, Mason. Am I really the only one that made you upset? No. <laughs> I didn't think so. But I, but I don't want to trash other people on the pod. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. I am here... Uh, I mean, what comes to mind, uh, I think the biggest football, college football upset this year was Illinois over um, Wisconsin Wisconsin when they were number eight. That was like a 30-point line. Yeah. Um, I also think, honestly think of the Raptors winning the NBA Finals. I, that also came to my mind. upset. The only thing is that they actually had a better record than the Warriors, but I think if but you were... East is also bad. Right, but if you were thinking to yourself, like, who's going to win, this everybody would have thought... The Warriors were going to do it. going to win, yeah. Yeah, so that was definitely an upset. But if I, I'm going to pick one upset, I think I'm going to pick Stephen F. Austin over Duke. Oh, okay. Honestly, I think that was like a 29-point line. And just the way that ended, mm-hmm. super exciting. On a layup. <laughs> On a layup. A breakaway layup. At the buzzer. Yeah. And that was like an 80-82 to 82 game. I didn't watch the whole thing. But, uh, you know, you could compare that to the Kentucky Evansville game. Evansville being in the same state that we are in in Indiana, Indeed. so that was cool, and we hate uh, Kentucky. So, <laughs> well, Perry, I'm actually going to take the Evansville Kentucky. Game. Are you going to take that? Yeah, because Southern Indiana pride. Uh, you can't not do the it. The only difference is uh, the reason I went with the Duke uh, Stephen F. Austin. That game, Duke was number one. Well, they were both number one. Oh, but I think from I watched most of the end of both of those games, not mm-hmm. the whole thing, but. Evansville did not look like they played well. It was like 57-54, I think, maybe. And when what I watched the last eight minutes or so, and Evansville looked awful. And Kentucky looked awfuler. I mean, not fuller. You don't look full. No, they looked awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, they looked really bad. And and so, like, it wasn't one of those things to me where I thought Evansville took the game, even though they, 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 they won against the number one team in the nation. But Stephen F. Austin legit looked like they were playing their heart out, mm-hmm. and they won that game. So that's why I picked them. But, yeah. Yeah. Both legit extreme upsets, beating number one teams at their home court. Shouldn't happen. It's awesome. Yeah. It's, for us, it's awesome. Yeah, for sure. Just saying. 
I don't think we don't hate Kentucky that much. You know why? I do. Because Kentucky hates IU. Oh. I still don't like Kentucky. So I hate them a little less. I think I don't like them because they just go and easily get five uh, McDonald's All-Americans every year just so they can leave it after a year. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. They're selfish. Why do they need all of them? Because they want to win? Oh. Yeah, whatever. Cool. It's fine. It's I don't know if there's any like, huge upsets in like baseball or hockey. Well, we don't really watch baseball. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Really, were there any big upsets in the tournament? In the in March Madness, oh, of yeah. course. But... I mean, I can't really remember any like earth-shaking ones yeah. at this moment. Yeah, I can't either. But you know what my favorite sports performance of the year was? What was it? Carson Edwards mm. in the entirety of March of the oh, yeah. tournament. Oh yeah, yeah, his four games were amazing. Beautiful, man. amazing, just beautiful. How did we beautiful? How did we? Never mind. How did we go that far? How did we make it to? The, no, how Perry, did we Perry, not Perry, go to Perry, the? Uh, yeah, that's the real question. The real question is not how did we get that far. It's how did we not go farther? I, this is literally uh, that game, Purdue versus Virginia. Virginia is in, the most heartbreaking game I've ever watched. In the Elite Eight is the one game of my entire life. So to this point, that I will never get over. Yeah, agreed. Ever agreed. Cool. Moving on. Glad we're on the same page. Who's next? Hi Wes. Hi Perry. This is Alex Colburn from Calvert City, Kentucky, and my question for you for your end-of-year podcast is what favorite TV series have you been watching this year? Thank you for answering my question, and love you guys. We love you, too. We love you, too, Alex. Alex. Yeah, we kind of we went over. I feel bad. We kind of went over our TV series already. Yeah. I'd say my favorite one of the year is probably FMA, because I finished it. Man, favorite of the year. Out of the ones I mentioned... I mean, I finished two series this year, which is FMA and Troll Hunters. I'd probably also go with FMA out of those. Uh, I mean, and then recently, The Mandalorian, obviously, yeah. has been awesome. I've been rigging into that. And, and you like The Imagineers. And The Imagineering Story. But that's more of a docu-series, as we are. It's yeah. still a TV series. It's six six episodes of an hour each. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go with FMA. Cool. And then... Close second. High School Musical, the musical, the series. <laughs> High School Musical, the musical, the series. series. <laughs> yes. Cool. Thanks for the question, Alex. You know, Alex is a Kentucky fan. Oh, boy. Big Kentucky fan. Well. Big Wildcats guy. Well, it's a good thing he's a nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we have two more. Let's I believe he has to drive through Evansville to get to school. <laughs> that must have been a tough one. I bet that's painful. Uh, Scarred for life. Oh, we love this guy. My name is Seth Acne. I'm from Paley, Indiana. And my question for you guys, Banter I Hardly Know Her, is what is the best Disney song slash cover song of 2019? So, for example, Brandon Urie's Into the Unknown or uh, from the live action Aladdin. There were a lot of good songs on that one, too. So, yeah, just in general, what is the best Disney song slash cover song of 2019? Uh, yeah, thank was, you, Seth, for the question. Um, rough. That's a tough one. Disney had a lot of movies and a lot of songs that went the, went with those movies. I yeah. mean, pretty much you got everything from Frozen and everything from Aladdin. Everything from Aladdin. You got there's a couple songs in Toy Story Four, um, not super memorable. Then you've got the couple songs from The Lion King. Yeah, like Beyonce and. Donald Glover's Can love, You Feel the Love Tonight? Love Beyonce. Beyonce's new song, um, Shine? I actually didn't watch The Lion King, so I don't oh. know. I'll have to watch it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I actually listened to this song today on my playlist.
Nobody knows. Beyonce is, had an original song, I think, from the trailers called Spirit. Spirit. Spirit from The Lion King. And that one's nominated for Best Original Song. Um, really? In a movie, yeah. So that one's, that one's up there. Um, but for me, it's between Speechless um, from Aladdin and Show Yourself mm. from Frozen 2. All I can say is, Perry... That was the correct song to pick from Frozen 2. It is better than Into the Unknown. Yeah, see, I thought that was obvious to me. I don't know. I thought that, I it, thought well, that Show Yourself was supposed to be the... The power ballad. The power, emotional ballad where she is going through her changes. I mean, this is where... This is the most similar song... To Let It Go. To Let It Go. And, and not just, in my mind, in the emotional perspective, but also in what is going on with Elsa at this point. Mm-hmm. She is changing. She is going through... She's starting to understand. She's starting to learn things about herself. She lets her hair down again. She gets a new dress. So it's got a lot of similarities <laughs> She uses her ice powers. uses her ice powers to make fabric. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know how that works. But for some reason, people still kind of... I think people got it mixed up, and they're like, into the unknown is the... Is the power ballad. Is because the power well, ballad. that is one that Brendan Urie covers. That's the one that so Brendan Urie covers. Usually it's like the big song that gets covered, so. Yeah. I didn't I didn't like Into the Unknown as much. I think it's good, but Show Yourself is really good. made me have chills the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And I think for that reason I'm going to pick Show Yourself. Yeah. But, it, you know, I was thinking about this a little bit earlier today, and I would have picked, you know, I, was, I was thinking I'd pick Speechless earlier today. But but now that I think about the chills that I felt when I, when listening to Show Yourself in the movie theater, I think that was the more impactful song and therefore the better song. Mm. Well, and it was just a better movie, like a better received movie. I guess so. Like I liked them both almost equally. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I I think I would take Frozen Two just barely over Aladdin, but I think in terms of the overarching reception for mm-hmm. both movies. Frozen 2 is better received yeah. by people, by the critics, yeah. and by the audience. Well, I will give Speechless the credit it deserves because I had the chills the entire time it was playing. Okay. Yeah. It was so good. And, and you're right still. Like, there's no, I mean, there's yeah. no wrong answer. Naomi Scott killed it. In my mind, it's the best song we've seen by a Disney princess in a while. Okay. I'm not counting Elsa as a Disney princess, even though okay. she is officially one, I believe, right? Uh, well, she is not coronated. You know what I mean? Like, you know how they have the Disney princesses, like you pack it, like if you get a, pa- ma- make a package of the Disney princess, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Elsa and Anna, not technically on there, neither is Moana, but the group, it's kind of complicated how it all works right now. But of, so of the Disney princesses that are in that group, mm-hmm. this is the best princess song I've heard in a long time. Maybe ever. Okay. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. She, yeah. She's she so good. It. She is. Uh, Naomi Scott. Is great in that movie. Uh, did you hear that Mina Masood is struggling to find auditions? He's at, he's Aladdin, mm-hmm. and he posted on social media basically, or maybe he was interviewed. I think it was on social media the other day, basically that uh, he, even though he was in a huge movie that made a billion dollars, and he was the lead. Mm-hmm. Well, one, of, I mean, you could argue that in this movie there was three big mm-hmm. leads, but. He's struggling to get an audition anywhere. Really? <laughs> yeah. He said he's he hasn't had an audition since Aladdin came out, and uh, I know that he did say or he is working on a TV series, but he wants bigger movies. Obviously, I mean yeah. every every actor, especially once you've tasted a billion dollar movie, mm-hmm. so it's kind of crazy. Yeah, because he, he did pretty well. That's crazy. He did pretty well. Yeah, good for him. 
Well, but not good for him. Like, sad for him. He like, Rami Malik, you know, all of a sudden took off, and he's in everything now. Yeah, I know. Like... University of Evansville grad. Is he? <laughs> yeah. I don't think he's that great. Sorry. But he's now in everything, so... Yeah, I'm... And now he has an Oscar for... Best Actor. Best Actor, I believe. Is that right? Yeah, for basically a biopic. (laughs) Yeah, so we're not going to hate on um, Bohemian Rhapsody because I have not actually seen it all the way through. Mm -hmm. I still need to do that. But but I I do... I know that it it has been one of the most polarizing films to win Best Picture. So... Doesn't matter because Joker and Joaquin are going to lock this one. Yeah, I, I... It's going to be tough to top them, but also we haven't seen any of the movies that are going to be nominated with it. That's true, because everything good comes out in December and January. Right? No, no, because... because oh, they're all indie films? They're all films that aren't Disney or Marvel or anything that we've seen this year, because <laughs> that's all we've seen. Or it's animated. Gonna, it's going to win. It's did, gonna you, win. did you know that... This is random. There's, uh, I think, three animated pictures of all time to be nominated for Best Picture. I believe it. And I think they were like Lion King, Beauty and the Beast, and maybe one other. Um, Spirited Away? No. <laughs> but that's not a bad guess. Only three, Beauty and the Beast, Up, and Toy Story 3. Wow. Wow. Not even Lion King. So yeah, those were the three that have been nominated for <laughs> Best Disney. Picture. All Disney. All Disney. Uh, well, actually only one Disney animation, two Pixar. And Pixar's have done two out of their 21, 22 movies, which is quite impressive. Nice. There you go. That's a, right. that's a random tidbit fact of the day that you didn't ask for, but you wanted nope. to have How many anyway. questions do we have left? We have one. One. Uh, one recorded question left. Hey, Wes and Perry. It's Caitlin. Big fan from Hawaii. My question for you guys is, what was the best thing you ate this year, and where was it from? Uh, thank you, Caitlin. All the way out in Hawaii. So we've got Hawaii. We've got Hawaii covered. We've got Alaska covered. So we have... We got Kentucky. So by definition, Perry, we have all the United States covered because we are in the continental United States and those two are not. Yeah. The Alaska and the Hawaii. True, true. Uh, wow. Best thing I've eaten... That's hard. ...this year. I've eaten so many good things. I was actually going through... Uh, we took... While we were on our road trip... Uh, all the, by the way, we took a road trip. Which was amazing. Right after we graduated. Mm-hmm. Well, right after you graduated. Right after I graduated and he... Came along, and one of our other friends also graduated. So it was three three of us. It's not that I didn't graduate; I just beat them. <laughs> so I, we, I I took pictures of every place that we ate at. Oh, you did! I forgot on that. the trip. So I was looking back through, and there was a couple that stuck out to me. We ate at a place called uh, Route sixty six Restaurant. <laughs> it was so good in Bar Harbor. Bar Harbor. That was amazing. Uh, I I don't remember what I got. Did I, you get a burger? I, I got a huge. Oh, it was a huge burger, but I don't. Why was it so amazing? I don't know. I know it made me feel kind of <laughs> sick because it was so, huge. Dude, I remember I got chicken. Oh, I, we, we hiked right after that. Yeah, we did. And that's why I remember it because I was feeling very heavy. <laughs> it was a large burger. Did you um, hike before that or after that? Right after that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, dude, I, I remember I got chicken strips. Just I just went for it. And bold, some of the, some of the, honestly, maybe the best chicken strips I've ever had. And then we also did... We did Blue Rooster in, Wait, what that was in Portland, Maine. Blue Rooster was that hot dog. Oh, yeah. Gourmet hot dog place. Uh, one that really stuck out, though, to my mind was um, the Lobster Pool. Which was such a whack place. Which was just this shack on <laughs> on a, an inlet of water in, in Rhode Island. Rockport, Massachusetts. Oh. It's, 
Yeah, and they got, like, I just got chicken, so, you know, they got lobster. I'm not a big seafood guy, so I can't say the food of that place was the best food I had this year. But the fact that you could stop at but, a shack on the road and get but lobster. But we were eating in the backyard of the shack, and you look out, and it's the sun setting on, on this the, beautiful bay. Yeah. And there's nobody on it. Yeah. Yeah. It was so cool. It was like we were in the middle of nowhere in nature. That was, that yeah, was cool. That place was awesome. That was cool. Uh, but actually, so we, yeah, I got a lot more. I mean, Wahlburgers were good. J.J. Foley's in Boston. What was J.J. Foley's? J.J. Foley's was the, the Irish boob. Oh. Yeah. We had... Irish boob. The two, the, the two other ones that really came to mind on this trip, though, Lenwich, which was where I got an amazing pastrami and uh, pastrami and corned beef sandwich in NYC, right after we did the, uh, the Museum of oh, Natural History. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there was that. So that introduced me to pastrami. The other one, the, I think I'm going to go with this one um, as my favorite now that I've worked all the way here. Uh, <laughs> the bench. You remember the bench, Wes? Wow, I, oh man, I feel bad if I don't remember all the names. The bench was where we ate in Stowe, Vermont, right? Oh, like the place that had like stone-fired pizza? Yes, yes. We had just finished a day uh, out on Stowe, Vermont, um, and... Around Smuggler's Notch. Around Smuggler's Notch area, right. Did you get mac and cheese? Uh, well, like I, I, got, I got, this is why I brought, this is why I went with the bench, <laughs> honestly. So the pizza was good, mm-hmm. like, but I've had stone-fired pizza before, but the mac and cheese was the single best mac and cheese I've ever had Wow. to this point. And this is why. It was in its own little skillet that they put in the oven. It was, so it was a perfect crisp with a perfect cheesy like liquidy cheese mm-hmm. nature as well. I don't know. It was perfect. Though. Yeah. It was so good. Yeah. I, I remember that. I will remember that mac and cheese for the rest of my life. That's incredible. <laughs> Until you get Alzheimer's. Yeah. Well, and after that, we had my favorite movie watching experience of the year. <laughs> we went, we found, there was this tiny movie theater. Tiny. Three, three little theaters with each like 40 seats. And with two employees, a father and his like 14 year old son. Yeah. Yeah. And that was cool. We were the only ones there. Yeah, I don't and know if anybody was in any of the other movies. I don't either. think they were. <laughs> so it was cool. I like that. That was really um, neat. But, but yeah, so Caitlin, to answer your question, I'm going with the mac and cheese that I had in Stovermont. And I'm going to go with the lobster roll that I had in Maine. Yeah. Which lobster roll is cold, not warm. And they actually take the meat out for you. And it's in a mayonnaise. What's, what city was that? Somewhere in Maine. It was a little city. We didn't I, actually, I have the glass still. We didn't actually stay there. Pine Point. That's what it is. All right, cool. Uh, questions. So we just answered Caitlin's question. I do have a couple uh, a couple write-in questions that didn't, wanna, um, didn't want to give a recorded message. Um, James from Pendleton, Oregon uh, asks, best... Changes to Disney World in 2019. You got me. Yeah, you can't really help. Wes can't really help you on that one. Uh, oh, wait. Yeah, I can. Well, you can help a little bit. I'll just say putting Galaxy's Edge in. Yeah. I mean, Does that work? Yeah, you can say that. You don't really know much about it. But I don't yeah. know it's there. Yeah, it's there. Yeah, so James, the, that is probably the most common answer, I would say, to Galaxy's Edge. Although that's kind of been a flop a little bit. Uh, for the most part, people didn't like Galaxy's Edge right away and, and didn't like right away they went and then after a while they're like ah oh, it's not that great didn't receive very good 
feedback. However, yeah, well, it's there now. However, the new uh, ride uh, experience just opened up in Disney World: Rise of Resistance. And even though it's broken down a couple times, it has gotten incredible feedback. Really, people are saying it is the best ride in the world. Wow! Any any place um, that Disney has outdone themselves and whatever, and it's like a twelve minute experience that uh, I've already watched some videos, some POV of it, mm-hmm. and basically, like after you go through the big queue line, you. You jump in a pod. This pod takes you to another planet or or maybe to, like, a hangar. And then you jump on a, a spacecraft that takes you to another, uh, to the, like, space station. And you jump on this, like, Imperial space station. And you you walk through and you see, like, the hundreds of uh, stormtroopers lined up. Wow. And you look in the background and it's like an, it's like the open hangar where you can see space. Um, and then you, after all this and, you know, hearing from like Poe Dameron and, um, some of the other characters, uh, you jump in a little cart, um, that's like a trackless cart. I think it's magnetic or maybe it's programmed to go on the track, but you go in a trackless cart and you go on on like a story ride. Mm -hmm. Like most of, like a lot of the Disney rides are like going through a story. You do kind of one of those at the end, the last maybe three minutes or so, four minutes of the ride. So it's just a lot. There's like a simulator at the beginning Mm -hmm. in the spaceship ride to the planet or to the space Mm -hmm. station. And then, you know, walking through the space station and then there's a storybook right at the end. So I've, I've heard it's incredible. Probably that is the correct answer. Um, but you've already said it, so I have to pick something else. No, it's fine. <laughs> uh, I'm, I have also heard the Skyliner is really great. Ben was on here uh, a couple weeks ago during our Disney Parks episode, and he talked about the Skyliner being awesome. I also have seen, you, you guys <laughs> absolutely know how much I love animation. Wait, um, really? And I've heard the new, and I've seen the, the video of it, uh, animation show, night show, at Hollywood Studios is really cool. So they have a new projection show on the theater that basically is just 12 minutes of going through and giving you nostalgia about all of Disney animation and Pixar. So I like that. All right. Dope. Cool. Maybe if I go, I'll give you a report. (laughs) Well, this is a perfect final question to end it off. Uh, From Anonymous, what is the best Banter I Hardly Know Her episode of 2019? So... Uh, let me start with the top three. Okay. Top three. Is, um, what, are you, what are you judging these by? What I enjoy best. Okay, what you enjoy best. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Top three, the superhero make-your-own franchise. Into the Banterverse. Into the Banterverse. Yeah. The Banter Game Show. I don't remember, I don't remember what that episode was yeah, called. Yeah, Disney Banter Battles. Quiz Battle, something Disney like that. Yeah. And um, mixed movie arguments. Okay. Yeah. Those are the most fun. With Jacob. I what what about Swampy? Oh, shoot. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> well, I think that one was more fun. Here, I'll put, up, I'll put up a list. Uh... Nah, that's fine. I got it. Okay. That's still my top three. I'm sticking to it. I'll put Swampy at four. Swampy was the coolest experience, but I think I had more fun on the other three. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see, man. For me... I mean, we had a lot of fun on so many episodes. I'm looking through all of them here, oh, cool. and it's disappearing, and it's back. Uh, I agree with you. The Into the Banterverse episode was really fun. Uh, it was great having Noah on here. He is 
Oh, wonderful man. Great man. That one was fun, too. Knows a lot. Marco Polo and Baker Mayfield walk into a bar. That was a fun episode uh, as well. Man, banter tunes with Abby the first time that she was on. That was fun. Drafting comedies. drafted comedies with with Trevor. Trevor. We're just going back. We're giving you guys so much nostalgia, hopefully. We did our our first episode, the, the big summer football preview, where we talked about football for way too long. Um, and we apologize. <laughs> but you guys apparently liked it enough to stick around. Or they just liked us enough. Yeah. You know, yeah, or, or they I, had enough homework time. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, you know, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say, oh man, I'm going to pick uh, the, the, the quiz game. Okay. Banter, banter, banter. Here it is. Uh, Disney or no banter quiz, quiz battle, battle Disney, Disney soundtracks. soundtracks. That yeah. was my favorite one, mostly because one. I had to do all the work, <laughs> and yeah. I got to and I got to see you guys be stumped and have some own nostalgia of my own. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It was fun. I loved our most recent our episode sixteen. I also like the Disney soundtracks. I, also, I liked having Zane on and talk about Frozen. I mm. hope I I hope uh, it seems like maybe that was something that we might be able to bring back. Yeah. Um, that type of a type of episode we might be able to bring back. I mean, we talked about animation a couple times. Obviously, that's great. I think my top three banter I hardly know are episodes of 2019 would have to be number three being our non-Disney top ten in animation. That was fun. I had a lot of fun with that and how we uh, talked every synopsis in a different voice. That was just <laughs> obnoxious. And we, we decided that like right before we yeah, started. That was too. a lot of fun. And then my number two would be our Disney World Build-A-Park episode. And that was one that I just enjoyed getting to like we had planned, Ben and I had talked about doing that episode for a long time mm-hmm. and we had planned that one out and yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. Love, love getting to talk about Disney World. Unfortunately, we can't do it every episode because uh, there's not like unlimited things to talk about with Disney World and especially if I don't get to go visit it every day since I, I didn't visit Disney at all this year. <laughs> and then secondly, Wes doesn't, doesn't really know it. But I love it. But he likes hearing about it. So that helped. But my number one, obviously, my inter- our interview uh, with Phineas and Ferb co-creator Jeff Swampy Marsh. That was just awesome. What a great guy. What a great dude. I mean, like, let's here's to here's to that interview. And here's to this whole year or six months of making podcasts, mm-hmm. and here's to another however Make, long yeah, of however ma- long. of of making more. And hopefully, we can continue to put out better and better content yeah. with hopefully some great guests yeah. like Swampy. Yeah, so. we don't really know what's going to be happening in the next calendar year. Yeah, that's to answer that question. I think that's a great question to end on. Yeah, it's been a great year. Here's to 2020. Here's to 2020. Go have a go have a great night, and we'll see you sometime next year. No episode next week, but because we're trying to live our lives, we'll, we're trying to you know, Wes will be out of town. We'll be anyway. No but, episode next week, but, but we'll be we back will be with you. Back and. We'll be back. Ever. We'll have better content and hopefully better uh, upgrades and sound quality and all that jazz coming up real soon. Thanks to our Patreon subscribers. Also, if you're not a Facebook follower or Instagram follower, that is a must. Yeah, that is a must. And if you want to share that somehow, yeah, on those platforms, that is how that is how you guys can stay Help us the best right now. Yeah, can stay in the loop on the best updates of the Banter Podcast. Indeed. So. Cool, great. It's been a great year. Yeah, and for the last for the time, last time in 2019, man. Wow, that's crazy. Should we do it? I think we should do it as a chorus. You know? oh, okay, okay, okay. All together. Ready? Yeah. Stay, stay hungry, hungry, stay humble, and stay, stay hydrated. hydrated.